Welcome back. Beards Watch Podcast, episode 303. Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. Breaking down House of the Dragon, season one, episode nine, The Green Council, penultimate episode to season one of House of the Dragon. Got some new, got some old here. But before we get diving in, Jeeves, man, how you doing? I'm doing good. It's good to be back after a week off because uh, my birthday, but... Y'all held it down. That was a good one that I listened to. But um, if you're looking for me, it's Jeeves1988 on Twitter and Instagram. All right. And then we got Cheeks over here dropping fries in the fryer or throwing lamb on the grill. I don't know, Cheeks, what you doing? We're looking at – it's kind of a mind fuck in a way. Like we're looking at the ceiling, but it kind of looks like the floor. Like it's all – what's going on over there, Cheeks? Oh, you know, what's that word? Fair enough, fair enough. All right, a little bit tough to hear cheeks, but we'll make it work. Um, Lurs and Cam may be jumping on at some point. Who knows? But for the fourth right now, going four wide, you heard of I, I should have looked it up. I didn't have time today. What episode? Jeeves, if you got a chance, look up what episode uh, Grice was on. Old Drew Grice, Dirty Grice, back on again. Got the, the lights going, got the mic going. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm excellent, excellent. Happy to be back. Yeah, man, it's good to have you back. Like I was saying before, I saw you liking all the stuff House of the Dragons related on Twitter, and it finally dawned on me, oh, let's let's get this guy on a podcast to help us with a breakdown because we always like new views, new points, new discussion topics. So great to have you on. Where can people find you on social medias if you want to be found? Yeah, so uh, on Twitter it's going to be Ranger underscore Drew 92, uh, and then on Instagram it's Ranger underscore Drew. And then also – you stream video games, so I want to let you to plug in on that too, because I think that's oh. a pretty unique hobby slash fun thing to do. So, how oh, if people sure. want to watch you play video games? What do you play, and where can they find you? Yeah, so uh, I play or I stream on Twitch, and uh, on there it's Ranger underscore Group, and then um, the games that I play on there typically it's a game called Dead by Daylight, which is kind of like a horror escape from killer kind of game. Uh, but it's it's a pretty fun game, and I also throw in some random things like Pokemon every now and then. Okay, uh, all sorts of other stuff. All right, nice. Oh, Cheeks has made his way back out to the car, so that should be a little bit calmer than in the in the fry room, I guess they call it. Uh, Lurs is popping on, plugging in the phones now. While he's doing that, you can find me J Roll Nation Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook. The Beards Watch Twitter, the Beards Watch Instagram, and then obviously Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you want to listen to your podcast. And then, of course, our YouTube, they see me rolling. It's got our reaction videos, watch parties, Panthers, uh, House of the Dragon, old school Game of Thrones ones, and then, of course, some burial cart, taste tests, brew reviews, all that good stuff. So subscribe there if you haven't. Lurge, how you feeling? You, you settled in yet? Oh, you're, you're muted, you're muted. Hit the unmute. Now I'm ready to roll. Now I'm good to go. Good to go. Ready to roll. What up? There you go. Good to, good to have you back. We didn't get you post-Matt rule firing last week. So how are you feeling one week removed? 
embarrassed. <laughs> just embarrassed. I mean, it's a joke. That I tell you what, the Matt Rule thing, long time coming. I mean, I don't think there's much more to say yep. about him. But damn Tepper, <laughs> let me tell you what. That press conference was an absolute joke, and I, that fired me up more than any horrible coaching decision Matt Rule made his whole tenure. And there were so many bad ones. So, I mean, that yes. was horrible. But, but hey, I mean, I'm interested to see if we move McCaffrey or something yeah. at this point. I don't I don't really care. And, and interestingly you know I mean? enough, yeah, we'll dive more into Panthers in, I guess, two weeks once once House of the Dragon is done. But, yeah, I, I think that's right after around the trade deadline. So we'll see if he gets moved, how it does, and kind of do a little look forward as well. But, Lurz, where can you be found on social medias if you want to be found? Uh, Harold Jenderson on Twitter, Lurz Mania on Instagram. All right. And, Cheeks, did you give your – yeah, you did your shout-out. So, all right, let's get down to it. As we said, Season 1, Episode 9, the Green Council starts off basically, what, maybe minutes or hours after the – Episode 8 ended with, I, I had this thought on my second watch, that little boy that's going around telling everybody that the king's dead, do we think that's the same little boy from, no, it couldn't be because the years jumped, he'd be a teenager by now, so never mind, I just answered my own question, but they're still, Boom. yeah, they're, they're still using kids to kind of relay messages and everything, and then it kind of word spreads that the king's dead, what's everybody's initial opening thoughts uh, Drew, we'll let you fire off first since it's your first time on one of these breakdowns. What you thinking? So, I'm I'm still like a, real heartbroken about uh, Viserys dying. Okay, but, I mean he needed to die for a while. <laughs> he was rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the in the start of the episode, like like you said, using the kids to kind of like weasel their information like around. It's a. Uh, it's kind of kind of interesting that they were still being able to use those uh, kids. This the beginning of this episode. It started very like quiet as far as like musicality sounds, mm-hmm. like because you knew that it was it was a hard hit for the kingdom to to kind of go. Um, but it's I don't know. It was just kind of interesting to see how everything kind of crumbled right yeah. after that moment. <laughs> yeah, Lurs, what you think? Oh, you got me? Lurz, what you think? Man, uh, once again, I think the whole episode, they killed it. Uh, <laughs> I will say, because I went on last week, I'll tell you what. The King, though, looking dead was absolutely – that was that was wild. Man. Yeah. That, that was crazy. And, uh, like, I like I, I like how they got right into it. Um, I like how uh, – I mean, it – I like how they brought up how it was the one dude at least brought up it was sketch that yep. uh, how did he die so quick because I mean I think that's something that the audience has been thinking to a degree too not how did he die so quick but like are they poisoning him whatever uh, I think it was interesting that uh, Allison like showed remorse and whatnot too like it showed she did care I thought that was cool but. I mean, just as a basis to the beginning. Yeah, yeah it was a nice start. Cheeks. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just one of those, like, I guess since we knew that the king was, was dead at the start of the episode, I was just on edge the whole time, right? Because <laughs> it's like, okay, he's dead. Now what? Yeah. 
And uh, once I got in their little boardroom, I mean, clearly this had been in the works for a while because they, they knew all of the details, what was what, who needed to do what. And then for uh, Allison to be like, wait, y'all were planning this? I, I think that's when she was like, okay, my dad's up to no good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, like, that was the first time where, you know, her actions later on were, like, clearly against her dad's will. Right? So I definitely think the that start was just like, okay, the ball's rolling. Now let's let's go to work. Well, then, yeah, especially with the, the start of the ball rolling and the old Lannister always cracking a joke and then them being like, nah, King's dead. And he's like, oh, fuck, my bad. Like, oh. Yeah. And, and then we, <laughs> we get like five minutes, ten minutes into it and then old buddy gets his head bashed in by one of those balls. I mean, Sir Christian is just off the rocker, just allowed to just – Dude, yo. He's able to just to he's murder – to do anything. Yeah, murder yeah. anybody with no ramifications whatsoever – um, yeah, Allison, to Adam's point, like you said, Allison, you know, turns over and is completely surprised they've been working behind her back because she just thought everyone would be, you know, speaking in front of her. And then, you know, I do like the how blunt everybody finally was. Like, Allison was like, I don't think the king would want her daughter, his daughter, like, straight up murdered. And the dad's like, well, what are you talking about? Like, that's what the whole, the whole dealio is. Even the Lannister guy's like, well, what do you suggest? And then she gets all worked up. I mean, just overall, like you said, just a good tense uh, council meeting, but man, the maester tried to calm old buddy down, and and again, yeah, like how can you trust somebody? Even though Allison was telling that somewhat of the truth she heard, but one person was the only person that said, "Oh, Aegon should be king." And again, to yeah, the detriment of yeah. the king, not telling the story, the Song of Ice and Fire. If more people kind of knew that prophecy, maybe they wouldn't have taken it and run with it that Aegon, their her son Aegon, should be king. They should just stop keeping secrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that led to a lot of this here um, and going on, but definitely with your cheeks on the, like you said, the tenseness of what's going to happen next. And then, you know, man gets head smashed in. And then they just keep going on about their business. Like, de- dude's dead. That they- was... That was cold. I like that. I I think it was, I think it was pretty eye opening. Obviously that moment was eye opening for Allison, but the whole thing, like finding out, like, you know, that they already kind of had this plan behind their back and like they were trying to kill and whatnot. I think, I mean, she realized what she's into even more now. Yeah. And, and again, the showdown between Kristen and old buddy who, like you said, a lot of those people in there are kind of grown up with Rhaenyra, especially him. I can't remember the old King Guards guy's name, if anybody remembers his. But when he stands up and takes Baldy, his, yeah, old, <laughs> he takes yeah. his he takes his cloak off because they're like, you you know, go take some soldiers down to Dragonstone and finish the business. And he's like, Nah, I'm not about to do no. that. You know, <laughs> like I, there's no king here. I'm not following these orders. Surprising, I guess they they didn't start a conflict there. I guess because the only person that really could have fought him right then and there would have been Kristen Cole and I mean he's probably still got the age on him regardless of I mean he probably got a little bit more skill than Kristen Cole because Cole looks like he'd been taking it off a little bit but yeah I mean I was surprised they let him you, walk out of the room you know they're destined to fight yeah you know they're destined yeah. to fight they've been hitting at that all season yeah so 
I don't know if that's do, do we, end well. Yeah, do we think, I guess whoever's, you know, I, I've, I've had some stuff spoiled for me because the internet's the internet. Do we think Kristen Cole, even though he's been in every, he's going to be in every single episode, do we think he makes it out of this season alive and gets to season two, or does he die here at the end? I hope oh, he dies. Okay. <laughs> he, he's staying. Yeah, no, I, hey, I think he makes it. People hate him. I know I do, so I think yeah. they're gonna they'll leave him around. Yeah, yep. that's true. You I got, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what happens with him at all, though. I don't so I'll be interested to see. I mean, to me, I think it's just for him overall. I think him and Damon got to fight at some point again, yeah. right? Because yeah. Damon yeah. lost to him at the beginning. So to me, that's already a foreshadow. And I mean, who knows mm. when we can get that? It could be. Ne- it could be next episode. Could yeah. be like two seasons from now. That's yeah, who true. knows? Yeah, yeah. I, I like that, Adam. That's a good prediction. They definitely need to square up, and maybe if Damon doesn't kill him, he maims him good a bit to where, like, an arm or a leg or something, you know, per se is cut, where he face is cut or something, and they have to kind of get dragged up because something like dragons are coming and Damon can't get the finishing kill shot or something. But I like that, yeah. Maybe it's a yeah. maiming and then another showdown somewhere. But, yeah, it's something, yeah. especially with episode one, and Damon lost to him on yeah, the little yeah. uh, tournament thing, so... Okay, okay, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And then what, I think after, he, he takes the cloak off, he, he pieces out, and like you said, that's when Rhaenyra starts realizing, okay, I gotta start putting my scheme together and start telling people because old Pops... You mean about, Allison. Yeah, or Allison, Allison. Yeah, excuse yeah. me, excuse me. Allison, Allison. Starts, she was putting her stuff together. Yeah, because she, as Cheek said earlier, she starts realizing old, old Pops has been putting his, you know... Yeah. His playing out in place and she's kind of in the dark and trying to make sure he does it because he just wants to go down there kill Rhaenyra Damon all her kids and be done with it or Allison's at least trying to keep some peace because I guess just the night before they were all sitting around the dinner table kicking it eating you know toasting to you know families and motherhood sucks sometimes and all that kind of stuff so but and then the next one I mean again I think we get Helena doing a little bit of artwork. They come in, ask her where Aegon's in it. She's just like, yo, I don't know. I don't give a fuck where he's at. Like, as long as he ain't bothering <laughs> me and these kids. <laughs> and I know Cheeks sent me a tweet. Allison's reaction and trying to, like, touch her and how Helena's jerking back away. Like, she's just grown up in a terrible household. No real love from the mother. And do we also think those kids are Amon's kids instead of Aegon's kids. Hmm. Have y'all I don't not? No, s- I didn't think that. I, I haven't even thought of that. that. Yeah. So I guess my answer would be no. But now I got to think about it. Because I just saw a blurb I mean, on Twitter where someone raised up the audio when when Allison walks up to Helena and says something like basically says her you know father's dead. You hear the kids kind of murmur, like, blah, blah, blah. And then you hear Amond. Like, they're, like, if she been telling that Amon's their father or something? I don't know if that's someone just playing some Twitter audio prank kind of thing. But there's a whole thing about how, because, you know, a couple episodes ago, Amon said he would do his duty, marry his sister, you know, do what he had to do to keep the, the family line strong. And Aegon's just been catting around, raping, all that kind of stuff, getting drunk. You know, and the way he comes into that room and looks at her, they kind of make a... It's more than like a brother-sister look, if you kind of look at it. It's more of like a, I care for you, oh shit, you know, 
what is going on kind of thing. And, of course, she then drops the beware of the beast well, beneath the boards line. And I swear, I, to, to, what, to go a little further into what you're saying, I guess, like when they go looking for uh, Aegon – and at, he talks to the one girl like at the end and there and you know she's kind of like sexual with him and stuff i mean to me it kind of made me think he wasn't having sex you know yeah, like, he might be a virgin yeah he might yeah. be a virgin or something like that and yeah. like his brother's out there flanched with him but now you saying that might that might have been kind of why he was like that i don't know it, it makes it definitely makes me think yeah i wouldn't shut it off yeah now, were the were the kids the kids were in the room when Allison walked in, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah. And then the the maid takes and them the out. The maid took them out when yeah. Allison started talking to. Now the we we kind of all saw near the end at the end of the episode, beast beneath the boards. You know, the dragon popping up in the dragon pit. Mm-hmm. All the thing. Do we also may think that it could potentially be? Just Aegon being the king, and he's just gonna fucking destroy shit once he gets to become the king as well. No, I don't. I don't think he will because, like I was saying the whole episode, he doesn't. He doesn't give a shit about being the king. He doesn't. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to be the king. So why would he want to until they destroy? Until they started. uh, Once they started clapping. Yep. Right then and there. Yeah. Oh, he's feeling. He was just there to fuck shit up. Yep. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Who? Whose kid ends up being the Mad King? The Mad King's not till like three or four more generations. Mm -hmm. Okay. So no. Alright. Yeah, we got we got plenty of time. I was thinking beast beneath the boards. What if it's just a baby? It's just. (laughs) Is there a baby dragon down there or something? That could be. I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Also, though, is it? Was that the only beast beneath the boards? Which obviously that was the literal one that just like pops up. Yep. But also, Laris is like a sneaky little snake yeah. and uh, a gross perv. I'm, I'm not going to kink shame anybody, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> um, it, he's he's weird and uh, off putting. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think something. I think his little weasel. His little weaselness is gonna cause some issues. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's definitely. I mean, there again, another another person to hate, and we can dive into his uh, foot shenanigans here in a little bit. But just the race to get to try to find Aegon. I mean, you see Otto go to again. They throw in another set of twins to us. A twins on the King's Guard with Eric and Arik, and like, whoo, that's just all kind of crazy. And they look obviously because they're twins. They look so similar. Trying to find him. He says, go find him. And then Allison obviously sends Amon, or, yeah, Amon and Kristen Cole out to go and find him. And like you said, it, then it ensues. It uh, they go out, and like Adam said, they make that, when he goes up to that brothel, I took it as like, you know, she said, oh, you've grown. Like, obviously, I think he got some action that night because he was just a little brother following along with his big brother. Who knows to what extent, but he probably got some kind of rocks off or something. Um, but. Obviously, he wasn't spending any more, like as much time or any more time after his thirteenth namesake day, his thirteenth birthday, going out to the brothels with his brother, as his brother's been going out, just completely cutting loose and all that kind of stuff. Well, nobody else. Anybody else got any any thoughts on those ones? 
<laughs> I uh, saw a uh, funny tweet, and when Eamon was saying that he should be the king because he's the one that's studying history, blah, 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 and uh, when he was trying to, like, tell Cole, like, well, if we don't find them, then, like, I'd be better fit. But in actuality, like, if he's that good at history, he realized, like, Eamon, I mean, uh, uh, Aegon technically has kids. Yeah. Boys. So, like, those would actually be the ones who got it, not him still. Yeah. and that, But, see, that then, that, that then makes me think he knows those are his kids, so that's why he feels more confident. <clears throat> he knows he couldn't he couldn't re, like he couldn't let it loose now because obviously they're supposed to be his brother's kids because they're married but if his brother disappeared he could then let out oh these were actually my kids we had a secret relationship I'm the king now who cares what the, you know because they can do whatever but I like that point too cheeks but I think that's why he's so confident is because he feels like he's done everything right he's married his sister he's had two kids he's studying he's got the all a, a well-rounded Carrot King in his eyes, kind of thing, but yeah, that would that now makes me think that's how I feel so strong about that. Mm. He just can't let it out. And then I, did, go ahead, Lars. I agree. I, I'm I believe it now. Yeah. I'm I leaned to that theory now. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I it, it, it kind of caught me off guard. We see Laris put Otalia in a in a chamber cell, like kind of locked up, so he knew way before, like. Almost immediately, I guess, that she was the one spying because she did that thing at the beginning where she lights all the candles and kind of let everybody know. So, like you said, beneath, Beast Beneath the Boards, he must just be everywhere. Or it goes back yeah. to that he can warg into those rats and he can listen into every single conversation. That's kind of that other theory out there. But at first, I, 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 I saw that she was behind like a gate, like a little jail cell. And then I kind of on my second watch, because she's kind of like shocked. Like it's her and her little minions of, of kids going behind there, and she's kind of shocked, and then, you know, it's like, oh, okay, and then he reveals later that to her during the, the foot scene that, hey, this is this is who's who's been spying on you kind of thing, so. The foot scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was wild. Yeah, I mean, I we, liked, can, uh, we can dive into it if you want to. Well, I was just going to go at first when yeah. they were looking for Aegon, yeah. and they finally met the girl, you know, when she yeah. was bartering. I guess with him, and she basically threatened him, and uh, but then at the same time was like, you know, take care of the kids or whatnot. And Otto's like, okay, you know, and they talk about the importance of you know that network and whatnot, like she does. And then you go to that scene, you know, with Allegan and old uh, Rex Ryan, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you see what happens, and then they take him out. Yeah. So it's like, it was almost like a nice little foreshadowing right there, yeah. too. Like, how emphasized how powerful they were. Because, like, they literally had the, like, king. He was now going to be the king. You know what I mean? So, and then for him to just get him wiped out like that, too. Yeah. He's a little pyro. Yeah, that was, and it was, I did think it was interesting to show, like you said, the kids fighting pit. And, like, to show yeah. their teeth sawed up. And then the quick, Ugh. again, the back and forth between the two twin brothers as well. Because they've obviously have been in charge of trying to keep up with him throughout these wild nights that he's gone through and these kid fighting pits. They show they flip over and basically show one of his bastards that's not getting that's not in the fighting pit because people are like, nah, he's too valuable. He's gonna sit over here. We may need to use this chess piece sometime else. 
But yeah. and then you start seeing the division among brothers where one's kind of going Allison or one one's kind of going Rhaenyra slash what should be done what what the king wanted and the other one's kind of like hey I'm just gonna do whatever the people and sitting near the yeah. throne and tell me to do kind yeah. of thing. But yeah, I just thought it was a very and then like you said to bring it back to your point, Adam, to then bring it to the white worm sits down and, and emphasizes, hey, I need these fighting rings to take to be taken care of. You know, what what are we gonna see? How are they gonna they cut off the the, the people inside telling it, but are, are they really gonna follow up on trying to police these kid fighting rings? Because obviously the King's Guard has been taking bribes to let them happen. Mm-hmm. And wasn't that Damon's girl at one point? Yes. Yeah. So, was, I mean, there's another, there's, another, uh, there's another little, you know, leaf to pull off the tree right there. Like, yeah. It's about to go down. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. And then, like you and said. I think we're going to get some dragons fighting now. That'll be nice. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah. We, I, there's, I think there's a big sad scene coming up in the next one, but, um, yeah, then even so, what do we think? Aegon goes and hides. Obviously, you hide in a church, right? Think, oh, no one's ever going to find me in a church. Like looking over here, but he's coughing, he's hacking. What do you think his plan was? He says, like to his brother, like just let me go on a boat and I'll go and I'll never come back. But like, why didn't he do that last night? You know, like he had plenty of opportunity to leave, but he didn't leave. So even though he says he doesn't doesn't want it, he eventually does end up. You know, as Cheek said earlier, when the crowd's cheering his name or whatever, that he got him. But what do we think? Like, why didn't he just leave? Scared. Yeah, yeah, I would think he would be scared. Yeah, like all the way around, just <laughs> scared of being king, scared of basically scared of having any type of responsibility. And I think he's scared to leave his family and like go off on his own too. So I'd just say scared. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also get the old locked in a room with all the other lords and ladies that are kind of there on their accounts of their other castles or villages and towns and the old like you better declare now or you're gonna die you know just a wild scene there where like you said they're not like the one dude tries to walk out and is like hey I'm gonna go talk to my people about it and they're like nope you're not leaving until you say something that's like woo that's a little tough there that's not too many options so you know, just all together, and, and, and Rhaenyra's one old buddy tries to play it cool, but again, Laris just has the eye of everything and sees it all. Yeah. I thought he was going to be able to get away, but they caught him right there at the gates, and very just tough scene to see how, like you said, Otto's basically dictatorship this thing, while Allison yeah. seems more concerned with yeah. trying to make sure her son's not, you know, it's just alive in general. Mm-hmm. So... But yeah, I mean, what? Let's see. They go through the streets. You know, Cheeks brought up. They talked about, you know, he, how he should be king or whatever. Um, but again, overall, like, I, it's just I trying to figure out how we're, you know, setting up. I guess it's going to be all all Rhaenyra's people at Dragon Pit most of the time next one. But you know, how how big of a a play is the White Worm going to keep playing in in these next couple ep- or I guess one episode, but seasons. Yeah, I mean, as much as that's been, like, it's out there, the amount that I don't know is very exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Otto, I 
tell you what, too, I think Allison, uh, we'll go with the, the foot scene, too. I think yeah. she, uh, I think we might have seen her establishing, okay, I need to think on my own. My dad's got his interests more than my own now. So I think mm-hmm. that's finally sticking with her, too, which I'm sure will be a big plot point moving forward with how she tries to run things and groom Aegon and whatever. I got to tell you, I I had seen some rumblings about that somewhat scene coming out. And I, I forgot about it till it kind of hit, but I mean, when you think you've seen it all on a Game of Thrones episode, I mean, like, and that's the thing too is with these time jumps, you don't get some of those like, you know, we never got the first time he pitched the idea like, hey, I'll give you some info if you show me them toes, kind of thing. Well, but she knew I the steps. Know. I didn't even know she was cool with it. <laughs> I must have like looked at my phone. Cause I see her back turned and I see him just beating it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And then I found out after that she was cool with it. So then I'm like, all right, what the hell? This girl I mean, just I don't know. Cool with it torture. might be a strong cool with it might be a strong word. She tolerated it. Yeah. Yeah. She, well, she wasn't getting any well, pleasure out of it. She gave consent. Yeah. She gave consent. Yeah. She gave consent. But, like, to me, it just shows, like, she's obviously, like, she sat down and he, like, did his little toy with words. And then she pulls her shoes off and sets just her feet with the, the socks or stockings on. And he says a little bit more. And then he, like, kind of pauses. And then, okay, she pulls the stockings off and you get the close-up of the toes and everything. And then, like, he starts getting, like, really excited, like, sitting forward and stuff. And you're like, oh! And then, like, once all the info's out there, it's like you said, it's like, she, she turns to the side so she doesn't have to see him play with himself. And then he no. just reaches under, all, one, all that fucking armor and heavy shit. Like the, and then it's just like, yo! Like, again, didn't expect to see. Luckily, we didn't have to see it all finish and everything. It was just like, oh, my God. But he obviously, they've been working this deal out for years now. But, man, just <laughs> just what a, a wild scene in Thrones. You know, you think you've seen it all. And then all of a sudden, you see the foot fetish kind of play out in a Game of Thrones setting. Especially the guy with one club foot and... Right, like, it's the freaking queen and this ugly-ass gimp. I mean, that's just... (laughs) It's just... It was so... I mean, but I I guess it was good, right? We're talking about it. (laughs) I haven't ever seen that before. That's right. In a show where there's rampant incest, like, that was the most disturbing thing I saw. That is kind of the funny part when everyone was freaking out about it. And like you said, we just kind of put the incest to the side. And everyone was so mad yeah, about the whole like, feet thing. But it's like, wait, just let's, let's think about it for a second. It was definitely, again, I know Drew said, I don't want to kink shame anybody for what they enjoy or take pleasure in. But it was yeah. just something that completely caught us off guard, weren't expecting to see altogether. The abortion was worse by a mile. In the first episode. Oh, yeah. The, not the, abortion, the C-section. But it ended up being an abortion. It but did. The C-section. Yeah, that, yeah. That's true. That's true. That was disgusting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it all. Yeah. All, all kinds of shock and awe in these first nine episodes of Dragon. Um, but, yeah. Anybody got any final thoughts on the, the, the foot scene, the fetish? Hope we never have to see another one again. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be the last one. Yeah, I got a feeling you're in, yeah. I got a feeling you're in for some more, Jeeves. <laughs> and again, I don't know how long uh, Laris stays around. Like you said, you know, we had, what, Littlefinger made it to, was that season 
seven or eight when they finally flipped on him and and caught him in his you know his shenanigans. Seven, right? Was yeah. It seven. It was the one before the last. So I think you know those weasel and rat kind of guys can stick around because they usually know all the information and no one stuff's coming at them. But it, it just it takes a couple of good people to finally realize and piece together like, oh wait a second. How am yeah. I keep getting fucked over and fucked over? It all leads back to one person. So, again, you know, as Adam said, I haven't done – there's some things I know, but I haven't really – I I, didn't, I don't want to spoil too much for myself. I just see the internet people posting stuff that gets spoiled on accident kind of thing. But, yeah, man, just overall, again, another scene. And then we, we get one last final shot of the king and his uh, mummy-fied kind of face as they're wrapping him for the old funeral. Um, and we kind of do see, like, it seems like Allison – you know, she really did care for the dude, but I think she's like just completely torn between like, obviously he's dead. He's been, you know, she's been with him for years and years, but now it's like, damn, I got to deal with all this shit that's about to hit the fan. That's got to be just as anxiety ridden as anything else. Yeah. I think kind of to switch, switch to a different character yeah. uh, with Rainey's and Allison's conversation in oh, the, yeah. the locked room. Mm-hmm. I was like, this woman is speaking facts. Yeah. And like, you're just, you're not like, you wouldn't think about the throne. You just would rather have like a window in your cellar. Like that's all you want. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just, and I don't know. It was just kind of like, Allison, you need to pay attention because this woman, she was already looked over the throne once and you're just going to kind of be complicit in it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think that was a, a fantastic yeah. conversation back and forth. They start on opposite ends of the room, and f- first off, she's pissed off because she gets locked in there, and they're, you know, oh, well, if you run off, you're going to get on your dragon and fly away and, t- and give a heads up to Rainier, and it's like, well, okay, well, why wouldn't I do that kind of thing? And it's like, well, let's just, let's work a deal out here, and she's like, you know, and Allison starts throwing some, you know, you know, what your husband's been, he done left you for six years and he's on his deathbed. Where's he at leaving you by yourself and everything? And yeah, I mean, like you said, Rainey's just complete. like, wow, why wouldn't she, if she knows that she could have the power to be the queen for at least what, a year or two until Aegon is like set up for it, you know, or take it over and figure it. But she decides yeah. to go with, as always, Allison, even though she's got her skeeving skies behind her back. She's still kind of going with what they think is right and naming the firstborn son a king and all hell's going to break loose. But, yeah, just a, a great scene back and forth. And at that moment, I knew at some point Rainey's had to get herself out of there because – Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I was hoping I, – I was I – was, I forgot kind of about the dragon. So oh, yeah. when that happened, I was kind of like, oh, snap, I forgot about that. Hell, yeah. And then – like I figured she wasn't gonna flame them all. Yeah. Because uh, that there you no dance of dragons then <laughs> case closed. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but I like I saw where the writers talked about uh, her not flaming them and like why she didn't and it was kind of like it was kind of like because she she knew like that she knows wars coming and stuff but she didn't want to kill she didn't want to kill the mo- she like respected her as a mother is yeah. what the writers were saying so I thought that I thought that was pretty interesting well and the great playback for when you know she says ring the bell when you have your answer and at the very end when the dragon fucking screeches that's the bell ringing right there so again mm-hmm. she yeah. did it you know that was to me the great ending on that one but yeah just 
again, like you said, Drew, two powerful women there kind of sword fighting in their own way with words and with, hey, this is what you should do. No, I should. I've tried. I've tried. No. How about you do this? Um, and then coming to, you know, and then, and then her having to get, you know, snuck out by, I don't know, Arik or Eric or whoever, which one, I can't remember, the, the, the twin that decides to go on the, the black side. But, yeah, just, yeah. just overall good, good back and forth on that one. Cheeks, you in there dropping some fries or what? Oh, okay. You got you got you in the office. Okay. Any any thoughts yeah. on those scenes? Yeah. So okay. So the foot scene, uh, <laughs> I think you know. You, so you like what you like, but like there's no uh, discussion. Wait, <laughs> like, what is? Is she taking off her socks? Did she put her her foot like on the <laughs> table to, to get more? I was like, okay. And then that last part, she like took off the yeah sock. So I was like, okay, that's you know people who are who, who are really into feet need to like the feet off grip. But this dude just was like socks. That's cool. If you want more, I need to get socks. <laughs> off. It, was, yeah. it was just so weird. And she was like so like you know. Or he was very aroused while getting her this information. So, like, for me, if I'm Alex, I'm like, yo, the dude has a heart on. He's going to tell me anything <laughs> I want to hear. Like, everybody knows, you know, when you're in that state, you don't think straight. So, while I trust this man, who's, who's like, you know, basically, and, and then, like, the other play was like, he was almost going against her dad's wishes, telling her these things. Because first, I thought he was going to try to, you know, I thought he was going to try to manipulate her to, like, kind of, like, get her off track. But uh, he was, like, compete too much. So, you know, that was a very, you know, strange thing. I was yeah. like, okay. And, and then it kind of showed how, like, Allison doesn't think. Like, she just doesn't think. Like, no. if, if someone is this big of a weasel, right, he will kill his own family. Yeah. yeah. Why, would I, why would I trust you? Well, I'm thinking she might be scared of him a little too. Yeah. That's why she, you know what I mean? Like, she might be scared now because she's got to know this dude could get anyone killed. Yeah. I think that, I, I, I do Maybe agree. that's why she's like, all right. Yeah, I'm with you. I think she doesn't think, but she if she did think a little more, she'd figure out a way to fucking kill this guy. I mean, he can't run too far, too fast. Like, send Kristen over there, go ahead and slice him and say he was, you know, being a perv or whatever. I don't know. But she is, I think, scared. But she also kind of likes that he can get this she shit done. You know, like, he in a, in a secret way where Kristen just going to smash somebody's head or cut somebody no matter what in front of anybody. Laris is going to go out get the dudes, cut their tongues off so they can't tell and kind of do it in a secret way where no yep. one will really know. So she's yes. stuck in that weird place. Like, you're stuck with the mafia. Once you start working with them, there's no way out. Like, you, once you're in, you're in. And she's in it, and I think she's scared to leave it or try him in any certain way. I wonder, you know, if there's a world where Sir Kristen finds out about their relationship Mm. And that's what gets him like, 
go against, you know, him or, oh. or her. Mm. Or, or vice versa does, uh, or does the other guy feel the need to deal with Chris and that his value is diminishing? If oh. Christian's able to do, you know. Yeah. I think Kristen's a good like meat shield to hang around, right? Like, oh, yeah. like he 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 he, he was for pretty year, <laughs> and and like he's just able to do that blunt force trauma. Like, hey, here it goes to where I like your thought there, cheeks. Like, if does Kristen know? Obviously, Laris knows about Sir Kristen and how much he have, has affection for Allison and what he probably had with Rainier and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. what, what does Sir Kristen know that she's sending feet? Yeah, feet picks on the side because, like you said, Mister Sir, everything's so perfect and like and honorable. I think it, like you said, that could be an interesting setoff point if he does find out. I like that. I, I yeah. think it. I, I'll buy into that theory as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, like um. And yeah, I mean, and then even back to. They get Aegon in that church. The brother fights Sir Kristen, but then the other one's kind of like, "Hey, man, I'm out of here. Like, I don't, I don't really care." Yeah. yeah, this ain't my fight. Like, Aegon's sitting here screaming about like not wanting to be king, and we're forcing this guy to do something he doesn't want to do, and yeah. we're just pulling a, the old okie doke where this isn't what the king wanted. We all knew what he wanted was Rhaenyra. Um so he just kind of like, all right, my brother can figure out himself. Like, like Christian's, I, I, you know, I thought for a second he'd kill him, but I guess he doesn't want bloodshed right there outside of the old temple. But, you know, interesting display of, all right, now we're taking him back. The mom's gonna get get him because she wants to get him before, oh Otto can say, hey, we need to go kill everybody at Dragonstone. She wants to show a little bit more mercy. Yeah. Find it that. And I'm, I, again, I just think it's, you can see so much in Aegon's, like, in his, his eyes, his one, his eyes, excuse me, his one eye and his facial expressions, like, he really would just love to put his brother on a boat and send him off so that he can just take it over. And then when yeah. Kristen's like, all right, no, your mother's waiting on you, he's just sitting there like, fuck, man, like, damn, we had a chance, like, if it was just me who found him, we could have made a deal and I would have set him off or I would have even killed him per se or just let him get on a boat. But no, I had to find him here with, uh, uh, you know, with mom's old boy and now we got to just put him in a place he doesn't want to be. Yeah, yeah we, I'm, I'm interested to see how uh, old Amon's like, it's like, to me, I don't see him gunning for the throne now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though clearly in this episode he stated you know, clearly he wants it. So, like, they've done a lot of establishing who wants to go for the throne and whatnot. So, I mean, I, I don't know uh, how that's going to go, but, I mean, I look at him as kind of like their side's Damon almost. Like, not as crazy. Like, obviously, more smart and... Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't say more smart, but more polished, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how you call him. Polished with one eye. But I, I just... I'm trying to, like, compare the two sides and see, like, which one stacks up with the other one and whatnot. They also look alike, so... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that's all going to... I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, I think he's just going to end up turning his his sights to whatever... 
Allison, the team like needs me? per se. Like, yeah, hey, you need me to yeah, go. Like being the warrior. Yes. Yeah, like what? Like something like that. Because like, yeah. obviously he's got the biggest dragon too. So he's going to be the fucking yeah. daddy when it comes to that, I would assume. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then we get to me, I think the ultimate final showdown of Allison and Otto of just saying what she's going to do. He's going to wear this crown, he's going to have this sword. We're not. We're going to send some terms to Rhaenyra. We're not going to just attack. We're going to give her a chance, and then we'll figure it out from there. But it was finally like that teenage, you know, that old teenager, young kid, finally realizing that her dad used her as a pawn in this game, and she never got to make her own decisions. And now she's able to try to make her own decisions, but also influence her her son, who's fucked up in the head as is. But just a good showdown between a daughter and a father who've just kind of been, who, who the father's been using her for political gain and, and shenanigans for the last 20 years or so. Yep. Do we, do we have any guesses of how Otto's going to breathe his final breath? I want it ah. to be something like... I don't. I kind of want it to be something to do with Allison, just because, like, since she has been his pawn for so long, and I mean, she has means to do it with uh, Laris either getting somebody to do it, or she could just be like, "Hey, Christian Cole, yeah, take care of him." Thanks. Yeah. And I think well, I could, we we talked about it a couple episodes back. You know, Tyrion finally did it to his pops after his pops imprisoned him. Then he came out and found his pop sleeping with the woman he was in love with, who he called her a whore because he, when he was with her, but now he was sleeping with his, you know, all that, and then finally shoots him on the toilet with the crossbow. Like, like you said, Drew, what is it going to draw the line to where does somebody behind Allison's back does he influence Aegon to do something else to where she's finally like, this is it? Does she send Kristen? Does she send Olaris, or does she end up doing it herself in some odd way that he doesn't see coming? Mm-hmm. Could uh, Olaris be trying to become the Hand? We've talked about that. Yeah, I don't. It seems possible, like, right? I could see. It's like it's like all that kind of intertwines. I mean, I def- I think it's going to have to be something with. Something in the degrees of Alex Allison. I mean, I think that's spot on. Yeah. I I, I wonder if he, he if he would want the hand, because then if you're the hand, more eyes are on you, right? Like yeah. more people can start mm-hmm. you can't Touché. really blend in in the background, but you also can get a lot that more is power. True. But yeah. you can't necessarily you know sneak around like you can now. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, but I could see him gunning for some. If not the hand, he creates a position for himself and pitches it to Allison, and she's kind of like, you know, foot in the mouth, got to do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Put their foot down. Yep, yep, that's it. I can't wait until she says, I'm putting my foot down. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. I'm thinking... Well, I'm going to tell you now, I think Laris goes by fire because he's always burning people, so I think he's going to go by fire whenever that is. Who knows? But It's funny you say uh, that because that, the foot scene is on in the background right now for me, and it is that he, he's got that fire sitting behind him 
just kind of raging as, you know, the aesthetics and the kind of temper that, as we've talked about, my man is ready and ready to rock. He is fired up. The fire's directly on him. He's got the feet are out, the socks are off, everything. So that's a good point, Adam. It's, is it going to be a dragon fire? Is it going to be somebody doing what he did to his own family? But, I mean, yeah, just overall a scary dude, even though he's he's hobbled. But, I mean, killed your own pops and your own brother. Just what else? I mean, there's nothing. That's, you're, you're, that's cold. Yeah, man. That's, that's cold-blooded. Can't trust that dude. No. No. And he, he's like more, to me, he's more like unpredictable than Littlefinger was too. Like, yeah. He, he's grimy. Like, look, Littlefinger kind of stayed above the griminess at least. Like, ah, well, well done. And Littlefinger, well done. He, didn't he get married to like the Heron, uh, not Heron Hall, but Just, Aaron? Wasn't it? Yeah, and then pushed her out. Yeah, pushed her out the old moon window. And then he always loved Sansa, but then set up Sansa with old buddy. So <clears throat> he at least showed that he was after the political sex figures yeah. in a way of like making it up there. But this yeah. guy just seems like, is it just a foot fetish? Does he like to be with women? Is it dudes? Is it both ways? Is it just feet? We don't know. But like you said, he doesn't seem to be motivated by anything than just causing chaos yeah and feet feet's the only other thing we've seen him care about right now (laughs) which if that's all he's doing it for man that's a hell of an addiction right (laughs) 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 that's very true very very true if that's the only thing he's living for is for the feet i mean and who i mean i guess who else has he got too like allison can't i mean it's the best it's 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 probably the best feet feet in the realm, like That's right true. the queen's feet. You probably yeah. don't get a more high profile foot than that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then we jump to after the feet scene. Ray, uh, Rainey's is getting kind of escapade, but through all the front doors out of the castle with the classic, you know, hood on. Again, they walk by one that our dead man that you know. Talks to Rhaenyra after she gave birth to her third kid, Joffrey. You know, kind of you know welcomes her on the previous episode, and then tries to sneak out and tell her, but gets caught. He's he's hanging, and then we walk by old Balerion's skull again. You know, again, they keep showing that big old dragon skull to just show how big it is, and just show like you know, hey, this is still dragon place. But (laughs) interesting that she wants to go to the dragon pit, and my man's like, nah, you can't go there. Like they're gonna expect you. But lucky for her, like, that's where they were all going anyway. Now, quick question. When they're walking out, we see one of those little uh, dragonfly guys walk by, and there's a room on fire. What what was that? Does anybody know what building that was, or was that just them creating chaos? Was that the white... Was that the... The worms? No, it it shows... If you look at it, it shows like a little glimpse of the hooded figure and you can kind of see that uh, the lightning bug be like underneath his hood that it was Laris's person because you know Laris burns people it's yeah. right after Rainey's uh. and them get on the top of the castle and he's like you can't go to the dragon pit we got to go down to Blackwater and then I thought it was going to be them walking through and before it gets to the her and Arik or Eric or whatever it shows a guy walking in a hood past that building that's burning and at first I thought that was the hit on Otto I was like, damn, because remember they're talking, because that's what basically Laris says to her, 
Because she's like, because he he says, what do you, you know, here's the information. That's when he finally tells her it's Talia and she's been working for your dad and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, we got to, we got to end that. And if we cut off, you know, if we kill the queen, then all the bees don't know where to go. And he's like, sorry, you know, pardon my words. And that's where I thought she gave the hit out for her dad. And for a second, I was like, damn, they already killed Otto like that. And then obviously he pops up at the dragon pit for the coronation. But yeah. I didn't know if that was a precursor for how Otto's going to go if they set him up with the burning building kind of like they did at Harrenhal for the strong men. I wonder. Yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. And then seeing it now, I'm, I wonder if it was just to like cause a little – to get everyone to go to one place. But that doesn't make any sense, right? Why yeah. would you burn a Why room? Why would you burn a random building? Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't sure exactly. I wonder if that's something we'll – well, and you think if it was important, like, I don't know, you'd think they wouldn't just sneak a death in. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, unless it was just showing that he's still making moves outside. Like, he's got uh, other moves he's making, and maybe that was just somebody who owed him money or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or it could have been the house, the, the keeper house of where Tali and them were. I don't know. It could have been where all those servants were locked up. I'm not sure. Or it could have just been maybe yeah. that was yeah. where their main quarters were and they were gonna they went and, and torched it. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, and you torch it while there's a coronation of a new king and ain't no one paying attention. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna lean that okay. as a now. To be determined. Yeah. We'll put that one off to the side. Yep, that was a good talk. Who knows? Through. We might not ever even see it again. <laughs> they might jump fifteen yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> um so then we get, like you said, starting the cut scenes of uh, Aegon getting, you know, getting ready, Rhaenys getting separated, but realizing, okay, we're heading to the dragon pit, and then the classic, I mean, back in the carriages again, they've loved the carriage rides throughout this whole season, again, you know, Aegon's just like, damn, why are you making me do this, and she's like, come on, man, you gotta, you gotta do it, like, of course, and he's, she's like, oh, your dad wanted this, and he's and he knows it's not true. Like he thinks she's just lying, making it up. Like he would have done this years ago if he really wanted it. <clears throat> and I, the, my favorite part that's just so disheartening. It just shows how Allison mothered when he asks her afterwards, like, "Do you love me?" And she just says, "You imbecile!" Like, <laughs> uh, like, yeah. like she's she, like, of, of course, yeah. <laughs> like not even like it, not even like the yes, I love you. Of course, I love you. No, no just like. You imbecile. Like, doesn't even follow it up. It just shows how much she was depraved as a child. I mean, I know her mother died young, so that she lost that mothering and how, how cold her father was. But, man, she has just fucked these kids up royally all across well, the yeah. world. Is she becoming her dad to him now? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. is it just, uh, you know, time is a flat circle type deal? Like, she's going to eliminate Otto, and then she's going to realize, shit, I am Otto now. Yep. Yeah, like that's exactly that. it. Like, like you that. pass yeah, on. I can you, see that. You you pass on your your uh, traumas, right? Like that's a big thing in today's society. Is like your your parents or grandparents passing on traumas throughout, and then all of a sudden you look back and you go, "Oh shit!" Like, why do I hate this certain group of people or these people or this certain thing or this certain what? And it's because your parents went through something tragic or they hated it, and you're like, "Whoa." And I think that's kind of, you know, like art imitates real life and a lot of this stuff. And that's why I thought it was yep. wild. Back to the feet scene when people have fetishes are kind of big now and people are, you know, there's the only feet and all that. And we actually hit a scene like, 
Art is imitating oh, life going that? on. No. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, the internet's out there. People are always posting wild stuff about it. But it's just, it's just. I think it's really interesting how this whole, you know, storyline's going where you can see a lot of the stuff, even though it's a mythical land and world, can kind of relate back to the real world and all that kind of stuff. And to uh, kind of like add to that, if you, if you uh, notice that when Allison was young, she, she like she would try to say, "Oh well, I want to have fun. I want to do this." But her dad was always like, "Well, it's best for the realm. Best for the realm." And now her kids are in Allison's position, and hey, I don't want to do this. Well, it's best for the realm. This is the way it's supposed to be. So now she's like that that, that youth that she was trying to have that was taken away. She's doing the exact same thing to her kids now, taking their youth away. Yep. Yep. And just how even she was so against the Targaryen customs and called it, yeah. you know, called it queer in the episode about them marrying. And then she marries her two kids off to have kids together. So it's like everything she has fought against, she's doing behind closed doors or, or, or succumbing to. So it's just a whole total, you know, she keeps rationalizing that. The, the, like, real sad part is, like, she doesn't see it. Yeah. No. She does not. Uh, so we which go ahead, Cheeks. Which I, I, so I feel like uh, anytime Renera is mentioned, that that's when you see her like empathetic side. Yeah. Because I feel like that's her only memory of like childhood, no responsibilities, good times. Is her. Yeah. So. I, I think that's when, like, when, whenever that's, like, a topic of conversation, her, like, her whole mood just changes. Yeah, and, so, I, think, and I think this episode so. did a great job of showing that. She's, like, even that first green, that council meeting, when they brought up killing Rhaenyra, she's like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, even though they've had yeah. their differences, she's still genuinely legit. That may have been her only true love in life, right? Like, she got married off yeah. to the king, but I think she truly loved Rhaenyra, we never got to really see it. We saw the one scene where they're kind of studying, laying on each other, and their their friends getting ready for all that stuff. But that was, like you said, Cheeks, the only time she felt like she had a choice and was hanging out with a friend, you know, didn't really get to explore those opportunities as an adolescent, and then was forced into this marriage and kind of let some of that rage out in in, in unhealthy ways. But, yeah, it's like you said, but she still shows that by any time they bring up Rhaenyra, she's like, we're not just going to kill her, like – you know, yeah. and I think the line was I thought it was a killer, a, a fantastic line when it was like Otto was like something about killing it, and she said, you know, murdering someone isn't a sign of weakness. Like, and that was great because you don't have to just go out like, all right, let's kill this person and and do it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's other ways to figure it out. Now, in the end, it may fuck you over in a game like this, but it at least show you she's still holding on to some morals. Though throughout this whole episode, she struggled with everything else. On the other side, she still has those morals left for Rainier, and it is a wild, a great point you brought up there, Cheeks. Um, and then we get to the dragon pit scene. I thought it was wild they did the coronation there, and we knew yeah. something something was going to pop up. I guess it works out because Rainier needs to get her dragon, but just interesting to bring all the people into the spot where there's like fucking nuclear bomb machine killing dragons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. 
I'll tell you what, the coordination was cool. It was. And, and like, you could, I like, just by him walking in, you could kind of see, like, that was mentioned earlier, him, like, starting to feel being the king, you, like, step by step, and, like, when he, I think you really see it when he's looking at everyone on the stage, and they all, each one nods to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Oh, they bow bow to the king now. I think that's when he realized, and he has a slightly intense look on his face. So I think it's, uh, I mean, I think it's just a sign of things to come with him. And I think he'll fully embrace being. And the it's king. also like he he gets more confidence in each step. Like he starts yep. off real slow, yeah, and he kind of gains speed. And his head's down, and he keeps his head up, and his eyes are up. And again, I, I just love this scene because there's so many. And what I love about this show in general is there's so many small details. I mean. The looks on everyone's faces up there just tell the story of how they feel about him. Like, obviously, Allison's just there, and as Chisha said, doing it for the realm, even though she knows it's probably a bad idea. But, firstborn son, I just went through all this shit. I got married off to this old man. I had three, four kids with him. I know the fourth kid's coming along in season two, it seems. His sister wife is sitting there. You can I saw it on my second watch. You can see a tear or a, a, a place down her right cheek where it looked like she had been crying. So you can see where how, like, this is really, she's just like, this is going to fuck everything up. Like, he's a terrible person. Why are we letting this happen? And then even the brother's just like, straight ahead. I don't even want to see it, but like you said. I don't think he nods. Yeah, he just looks. He, yeah, he don't, looks at him the whole time. He don't, yeah, he don't nod. I noticed that. He was the only yeah. one not to nod. But also, I feel like, like Aegon didn't really look at him to nod. Yeah. So, so, like, it was almost like an understood, like, I, I ain't your bitch. You yeah. know what I mean? I like, mean, when the, when, the pri- <laughs> when the priest is, like, putting on the, his little, uh, I guess, sacrament or whatever it is, saying, and, like I said, that look Helena's given him, like, it, it's like this is the most terrible thing that could possibly happen right now. She's well, absolutely and terrified. And she predicts the future, right? Yeah. So, She's absolutely she terrified thought- of giving this horrible person power because... As we mentioned before, he didn't want it, but as he's up here and people start cheering for him, like, you just gave a horrible person power, and that never ends good. Like, it just, it's never going to be what you think it's going to be because now he's just going to be able to get away with even more stuff that he was getting away with beforehand, but now he can just, you know, hang people, shoot people with crossbows, and just have everybody clean up his mess. And overall, he's just a terrible person. So, like I said, I just love this whole scene of, them forcing this upon him, giving him Aegon the Conqueror's crown when he hasn't conquered anything, but just being told what to do, and everybody just and then again when Helena looks away and Amon looks right at him with his one eye. I mean, like I said, just the whole scene of this is just fantastic television in my eyes. Yeah, agreed. What I can't remember what it what it was on that scene, um, but what. Was it a? Did someone in the background make a noise that the director left in there that we were talking about, Jake? What do you mean? Like when you know how like when everybody was silent. Yeah. And I think someone made. I can't remember what kind of noise it was, but if it was like a one of the uh, extra people that like made a noise. I think it probably was just one of those like you know you've gone to. Hornets games or whatever, and it's there's there's twelve people there. Lurs has done it plenty of times, 
and they just yell out, and it echoes because everyone's quiet. Like, hey, you yeah. suck, and that, that player could actually hear Because I think a lot of these oh, people, yeah. at the moment, you know, they think about it, Ray, they've been, been told for the last 20 years Rainier was going to be the queen. So then yeah. all of a sudden they're like, wait a second. Like, and they didn't want it, right? Yes. They, they didn't want the not, not, girl yeah, they, to be queen. Well, they didn't want that, but the I also king, think whatever. at some point after 20 years you kind of just go, okay, I'm sure people's mind will change. I mean, she's been pretty good. She's, you know, she's got some airs. She's, she hasn't been doing anything too crazy. Like, they probably kind of somewhat accepted it at some point because it's like, okay, after 20 years you're – but then they're kind of like, oh, wait. This is happening? Like, I thought, where is Rainier? Like, shouldn't she be here to figure out that she's getting exactly. uncertain? Yeah. And then at that point, they just went cra- crowd mob mentality and were like, well, we got to cheer because yeah. all those fuckers got swords and shit. And if not, they're probably <laughs> going to cut our heads off. So, and yeah. then, yeah. So, I think it was definitely a, it it grew on them, but they don't know what they're in for. And that face auto gives as they're all cheering too, like, oh, my plan has finally come true. It's just a scary one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks like what's-his-face did in the scene before. Yeah, the feet, the feet scene. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess you didn't see Yeah, you didn't see his satisfaction face. Yeah. Again, so. <laughs> well, then it, it went from satisfaction to scared shitless because that fucking dragon <laughs> came busted out of the floor, which I thought was, that a, was great, awesome. a great way to end... You know, this episode, a lot of people, yeah. all the book readers were all mad about it because I guess to the, the their counterpoint was, I guess, Adam, like we were talking about the crowd, the crowd actually was like against it and, and rooting against the king. And then, like, uh, I guess Rainey's escaped another way and they talked about how this is they wanted, you know, Rainey's to finally play off her badassery as her character mm-hmm. is. But, I mean, her coming out from out the smoke, the dragon roaring, I mean, just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed all of the uh, the memes that people had made where it was like, as soon as the dragon like is looking at the royal family, and they're just like, say it. Say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jeeves thought they were... Jeeves, everybody. Yeah, Jeeves thought they were going to burn them all, because he was saying it during uh, our reaction video, and I was like, Jeeves, I mean, it'd be cool, no but we'd have, we'd have no, like you said, no dances, Adam mentioned yeah. earlier yeah. um i mean it would it would have been cool but looking back on it now it's like yeah it would have been done yeah but that would that would have been so cool to just get him out and like i think it was just a total like you said adam mother respecting mother and her finally saying hey i see it i'm gonna scare the shit out of you but don't lock me up but i am gonna go tell the side i'm on because y'all just went completely pulled an audible out of the book and didn't even tell the people before you to turn the audible you know Pull the audible. Yeah. I mean, so how's it going to go? And, I, you know, Otto's so scared. He's screaming, keep the doors open, because obviously I guess he doesn't want to get – he's thinking it's going to flame them all in there. He wants to give her an escape route for some reason. For, for some, uh, I guess so she can go out of there or not. Because I guess if they trap her in there, she's going to leave some point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you rank that scene? Is, is it in one of the top five moments of the season so far? Yeah. With the the dragon part? Yeah. I'm just trying to think. I I'm, know. I'm, I mean, I, I, I think yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd say the number one scene to me still is the kids when Amon loses his eye. That's still my favorite scene so far. Yeah. But yeah, after that, I mean, that might be right there. Boom. 
Okay. Maybe we'll have to come back after episode 10, you know, next Tuesday and try to do a, our top five, five moments or something like that. Have our top five? Yeah, yeah. So give us a little time to think about it because, yeah, going back, i gotta got to sit down and kind of relive some of those. But Think of what – because so much happens so quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this season, with all the time jumps, it's it's almost like when they were kids. It's almost like it was a completely different season. Almost, <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. that's true. But yeah. I do think to get where we are and to not, I appreciate them not dragging out them being yeah. kids for like two seasons, and mm-hmm. us not being able to get to dance to this dance of dragons big moment till like season five. And then, then making this a ten season series when it only you know needed to be four or five seasons, whatever they end up on, because I yeah. think some of that stuff in the middle again, it hasn't necessarily missed a beat, and you can kind of fill in the the pieces with it for what the years we jumped. I mean, I don't, what what would you all say? I, I'd say it's a hundred percent lived up to the hype. Yeah, like of oh, like, for sure. Well, oh yeah. Because well, sure. like I wasn't even as excited for this because of how Game of Thrones ended, but yeah. I would say I am just as excited for this now as I was before the last season of Game of Thrones. So I mean, yeah, ten out of ten, it's hit yeah. everything so far. And honestly, I don't really see how the last episode could be bad, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in, in really any case. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. But I, I mean, it's certainly. Makes me excited for more Game of Thrones stories as yeah. well, too. All the spinoffs and stuff. Yeah, agreed. Isn't it so? Dances with Dragons, um, the book, if I read correctly, that's written from like Maester's perspective. So there is a lot of like creative, yeah, storytelling outlets, storytelling yeah. that they can use. In I mean, as long as you get from point A to point B, like it doesn't really matter. Or you're able to build a, a world kind of difference from Game of Thrones where they ran out of books and they were like, yep. hurry, hurry, hurry. We got to, we got to wrap these storylines up. And that's, I think by having such a, a vast story that has like some points that they need to hit, I think by taking the creative liberties, I think that's really going to make it a lot better of longevity wise, yeah. better of show. And I think that's what, what you're saying is when, the whole Lenor scene of him actually living, they were saying in the books he is killed by Carl, which did happen in the show, but because yeah. it's written by Maesters, the Maesters may not know that he actually got to escape and leave. Yeah. But since uh, 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 since this shame. one, so that's why they said, again, if this this is kind of told from like the Rhaenyra perspective, because she starts off episode one narrating it. So mm-hmm. is this written by her, this first part written by her, and then wherever she dies, who picks it up from there? But... That's what they say is like it's a, a a book written by these certain people, but there might be pieces where, yeah, in their minds, what they knew, Lenor died. He was killed by Carl, and that is what some people think happened, but in all reality, from what Rhaenyra knows, yes, Lenor did die, but he they let him escape, but she's obviously not going to tell anybody that in the, in the book writing kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah definitely That's- with you on that. So before Potential we go to spin off there, absolutely. Before we go to predictions for next week, cheeks, are you able to? You want to give any final thoughts on that last scene, or see? Uh, oh, <clears throat> uh, I thought the last scene was great because uh, 
really big on like things that don't have a lot of words, but it still gives a lot of a, uh, it still gives a lot of emotion. And so like, were there any words, were there any words said uh, in that last, in that last uh, scene? With the dragons? I don't, yeah, like, because I don't remember any dialogue. It was just like I, I don't think so. Yeah, it I was just the it, say, yeah. it was just the priest doing his uh priest doing his thing and Otto saying, "Hey, here's your next king or whatever." That's it. But no interactions. And then hold the door open. And that was it. Yeah, and then yeah. So and like it was just such a heavy scene that had no dialogue. Yeah, that's like really hard to do. And like the people's like facial expressions, everything was just on point. Yeah, like. You felt what they were yeah. in that moment from each character, and that's yeah. a really and that's a really impressive thing. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. They've been good about. There's quite a few scenes too. I'd say throughout the season that have had no dialogue that have yeah. been conveyed with facial. Like when Damien killed Old Crab King, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they've they. I mean, yeah, they've hit the ball out of the park. Yeah. I think, except, like you said, Adam, to, to play off yours, they've exceeded the expectations for it. I was all in regardless because I was ready to give them another shot, needed some other outlets of just fantasy shows and all that stuff. But I think they've far exceeded my expectations on what, you know, this was going to be and just completely brought us back to Westeros and got us to that good stuff of why we all fell in love with Game of Thrones in the first place. Yeah. But predictions for a season finale, we know – at least a handful of people are going to die. It seems like we're going to get a, a, a little battle at Storm's End because they tease that Storm's End, which is where the Baratheons hold up. I think we're going to meet the Baratheon uh, ancestor. And he's got, you know, they said four daughters who are not married. Is that going to be, Is you know, are they going to need that? Is that a big battle spot? But it seems like Vagar and maybe the, the two uh, strong boys say, send us. Are we gonna have a Vagar demolition on one of those boys and their dragon? I think. I think so. Yeah. I think one of them boys dies. That's yes. what I. I don't know, and yeah. I don't know or anything. So that would be my prediction. Definitely, I'll go general. One of the kids that I. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent, and I would, and in specific, I'd go one of them too. Yeah. Hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna have it's gonna have to be something that like hits Rhaenyra really hard because like and as as the whole season has kind of shown at, at least in the adult parts like how she actually does care about her children. Yes. Whereas we were talking about with Allison, she's she's their mother, but like distant. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's gonna be like a, a real defining moment for like. Y'all are the reason my kid is dead. Mm-hmm. Face my wrath, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I, I can I can get down with that. I think that I think we, and if that's the one or two there, uh, maybe somebody from the old King's Guard or something takes a stray somewhere. But I do think the Rhaenyra to kick her off. To you know, we got that that big two year cliffhanger we're gonna have that we're gonna talk about. You know, for two years of how she's gonna respond and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely losing one of her first two kids to someone again she truly loved, 
she kind of yeah. got to choose that and, you know, worked it out with her, with Lanor at the time. Like, hey, you do your thing. We got over here. We try to make some airs. Knowing she tried to make airs with Lanor as they talked about it, but it just never, you know, seemed to work. So her losing those will definitely. And then it seems that old Damon, Damon's going down there to get one of the other biggest dragons um, in, at Dragonstone, oh, uh, King Jaceres' dragon. So that'll be, if he pulls out another monster again, how this is the the, the dance of the dragons and how we kind of get to Game of Thrones a hundred now what maybe twenty years down the road or a hundred years left till we get to you know Daenerys and them where there's no dragons left and there's only those three eggs that she gets on her wedding night or whatever this is them now again fighting each other killing all the dragons and all that kind of stuff and ends up their ultimate demise if you know a hundred years down the road so. Yeah. All right, Cheeks, you got any uh, final predictions? Or are you, you flaying up some meat over there? <laughs> oh, we must be dealing with a... Oh, oh there oh, he is. there he is. <laughs> um, I think my final prediction is the same as y'all's. Well, one, one of the kids is out of here. They don't put any fear in my heart. <laughs> um, and they be getting their ass beat. Yeah, they be getting their ass beat all season, man. It's so like they haven't even learned to square up. They just be getting their ass beat. They made the one cut of the eye, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, you know, you gotta go. <laughs> but uh, that's about it. I think. Uh, uh, I don't know. I also feel like something bigger has to. Happened and just one kid died. Okay. Well, like a, yeah, like an old person has to die too, right? Like some major older person has to die. I would that say. that and lines are going to start being drawn more, right? Like mm-hmm. it's going to start yeah. being like who's on this side, who's Ooh. on this side. So will we see our first like true turn? Co. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who yeah. will be? I think we. I I'll put that out out there. We'll see someone switch sides. Yeah. I would. I think it'd be kind of interesting if Aegon's wife, the daughter, whatever her name is, Helena. Oh, yeah, Helena yeah, and Bella. If, yeah. Yeah, I think if like Helena is, I don't know, like somehow switches. I don't know. I think that'd be kind of like an interesting because she's so against, or like you said, she was kind of disappointed, of course, that her husband was becoming king. Mm. Like maybe if she was able to like switch sides or have some sort of intel or vision yeah. that's going to help him out. Like, I think that'd be kind of cool. I think we're yeah. going to get Aegon, like, I don't know how cruel he is, but I definitely he's going to give off some Joffrey vibes. And I, I don't know how much we're going to see of the Greens this episode. Um, but, you know, him coming up, I think he's going to just fuck a lot of shit up in his whole family and the, and the shenanigans as well. But, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know though, Drew. To count on yours, I don't know if they're gonna let him buy that family besides Aegon or Amon out of that place. Like Helena's yeah, probably. That's gonna, what I was thinking. She's, yeah. she's gonna get holed up into that damn castle once this battle yep. starts going, and then that might drive her insane because she's already a little kind of different. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Good chat. Always a good strong hour twenty. Um, 
Cheeks, I guess once uh, Jeeb says the final words, you can jump on and we'll get to a picture maybe of not the ceiling for you for a second. Sounds but, good. <laughs> uh, anybody got any final thoughts? I do want to just take a second okay. and appreciate that Viserys is, will go down in the books as Viserys the Peaceful. Ah. Uh, because yeah. I was like, I mean, you don't have to be a, a king that conquers things. You can just be a cool, like, mellow, mellow mushroom guy. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you feel about that, Cheeks? Finally, your king, your man was, you know, yeah. always so stressed. That was your guy. He got his peace. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but he kind of, you know, let this. <laughs> he, he created more chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, all he wanted was for not, not to what's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know? That's all he wanted, and he did everything to make it happen. Like, yeah, my uh, final words are going to be that was going to go to war because you don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but on the flip side, like, Allison, like, this dude clearly has no, like, sense of anything at this point. Mm. Like, they yes. talk about fire and, and ice. You don't know what he's talking about. All you heard was Aegon. And then, in my mind, I was like, damn, is he talking about ours or Ramirez? Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, that's yeah. You know? So, that and, is. And then the worst thing. Well, the worst thing Allison could have done was tell her dad yeah. first. Like, yeah. this is what happened. Yes. Oh, well, that's his last wish. Yeah. Let's, oh. let's go. That's what I heard, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because if she would have just sent a raven to Rhaenyra, then Rhaenyra could be like, oh, no, no, let me tell you about this ice and fire type thing. But she was so yeah, focused yeah. on Aegon that that's, that's what he had to mean. And nope, so... Yeah. Is yeah. that going to get brought up? You know, like, is she going to be like, no, you idiot? I, I mean, it's about that. I mean, obviously, that prophecy gets passed down, right? So at some point, she has to tell either her, her, her and Damon's kids or somebody somewhere because it does obviously get all the way to Game of Thrones and then it gets misinterpreted multiple times. I mean, the Red Queen fucks up everybody's shit thinking about the prince that was promised Stannis Baratheon, then the Robert Baratheon with the leeches and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, she thought it was a million different people than Daenerys thought it was her. So it, it, I guess somehow, some way it is going to get out. And then I need to know like that, that dagger, I guess gets passed down and how does that keep yeah. kind of going in hand in hand too? So hopefully we get some of those. And, and really by the end of all these seasons, I really hope either we lead it up to, you know, like I said, Robert's rebellion, how we, you know, get to then Game of Thrones, and that could be another spinoff of how we got to that. Yeah. And then... Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because that, to me, the ultimate of... When they finally said, wait, there's no fucking dragons left. Let's just storm this motherfucker. And they just finally did it because there was nothing left. So, yeah. All right. Any other final thoughts? I did like the egg on the peaceful. That's right. We didn't give him his props. Final episode. He deserves it. That is very true. He did, he did a deserve great it. job. Yep. He, he did, did a great he did an excellent job. It was good. He just he just needed to communicate a little that bit better. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or maybe not marry your daughter's best friend. <laughs> that's also the daughter of the hand. Yeah, that's true. That's very yeah. true. Who's supposed maybe, to be your boys? And maybe he should have filed the chair down as well. 
Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Okay, yeah, Very you true. don't have to sit on the actual sharp point of the sword, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Throw uh, it on a blanket or something. That's true. <laughs> yeah, pad that thing up, man. Uh. All right, Jeeves, man, how do we end the pod? Peace.